listening to the Eccentric Section Podcast with your hosts Breezy Getem and Jody Bro. IWC fans, what's going on? It's the Eccentric Section Podcast. We're back for episode eight. And, uh, you know, we got a treat for you guys today, man. Yes, sir. Man, we got the motherfucking champion here today, baby. Jock Sampson. Dog, it's going to be a good show. Uh, the interview that we just, we dropped up, bro, we had, to, we had to chop it up twice because it it went so long the first oh, time. This man that, got so many stories. It's ridiculous, yeah, man. It's yeah. awesome. He's definitely a guest we definitely want to have on Fuck again, yeah. man. Uh, but, yeah, I want to first and foremost apologize to CJ Sensation that his episode dropped a little delayed more than expected. I hope all is well with him and his sobriety, and he's currently in rehab. Uh, I, I was having audio issues with Zoom on the last podcast, so that's why everything got delayed. Hopefully, we don't have that issue when I'm, it comes time to editing this one. Fuck, dude. How was your Thanksgiving, though, bro? Dude, it was good, man. You fucking know me. I, awesome. I put in work. Oh, dog. fucking! You know I me. went hard. Fuck, dude! I didn't even do turkey this year, dog. No, we, we I did. seen. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. What did you do? I seen you talking about juicy it. steaks. Yeah, we some fucking. Hell yeah. Uh, we did. We did a little turkey, but uh, I didn't do any turkey. I, I seen you. Too, mention I was some too steaks, worried about though. that steak. You know, <laughs> no doubt, man. That sounds wonderful. Fuck yeah! But you know, I went over to my mama's house. You know, she fucking she put in the work over there, man. Yeah. So and your little boy just turned one yesterday, right? Yes, he did, man. man we had a happy birthday, Malcolm. Oh, man, yeah, happy birthday to my son, man. Okay, it's then, insane. Yeah. And then I see a little camera right there. We both got our Janella figures in the mail from oh, uh, yeah. Shout Out Figure Toy Company. They they just dropped the Joey Janella limited 200-figure release. And uh, that motherfucker is Dude, I, I was fast with it, brother. I got uh, I got clean. three and four. So three hopefully- and four. Bro, I'm, I'm literally was sitting there. When mine came in, I was thinking, I was like, yo, I I like hope Cody Cody's coming in there two and three. I was like, yeah, bro, dog. for some reason, I feel like he's getting two and three. I'm, I'm just gonna lie to myself though, bro, and I hope Janella got one and two. So oh like yeah, I no, and I was, two, you know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah, no doubt, because I'm thinking he got one, and then I was thinking more into it. I was like, bro, hopefully he does. He's holding on to one and two. That's fire, bro, dude. The figure is so clean, man. I'm so excited about it. But we definitely got lucky for today. We're actually recording this on Tuesday. We just got finished with the Jock Sampson interview. Uh, originally, it was gonna get pushed till Wednesday, and then I wasn't sure when the podcast was gonna get released. Because of the Steeler game, obviously he didn't want to record on. Well, neither one of us wanted to record because we wanted to watch the Steeler right. game with all the COVID spikes. That shit keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed. It's, yeah, it's annoying as fuck. Never seen anything like it before. Yeah, enough of us bullshitting, bro. Let's get into this Jock Sampson interview. Hell yeah, our IWC champion. Uh, he's going in this Saturday, December fifth, against Zach Pollock at the third annual Pittsburgh Wrestling Pro Re- or. The third annual Pittsburgh Pro night. Wrestling Classic. Yeah, bro. It's been a super long night, but well, that man, interview excited, just got dude. me on a high right now. Oh, hell yeah. But yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, enough of us bullshit, bro. Let's get into the interview. Yes, sir. Enjoy. Beginning to understand 
Today on the show, we had a guest that's been living his best life, Ohio State 4-0 right now. He got pulled with our governor, was able to push back the Steeler game so he could do this interview. He was able to change the stipulations to this Saturday's match with Jack Pollock. He's the leader of the regulators. He's our current IWC World Heavyweight Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an honor to talk to the GOAT, Jock Sampson. Mm. How are you, Jock? Well, I'm doing pretty good, man. It's about goddamn time you get me on your show. You had a bunch of uh, – you had guys like A1 who do damn backflips for no damn reason and, you know, referees like CJ Sensation. You had all them cocksuckers on the show, and you ain't had the greatest wrestler of all time, Jock Sampson, on your show until now. I should have been the first one. Well, we just got a little cold feet. When you're talking to a champ like yourself, we, we got nervous. We didn't know how to approach you, but we finally grew the balls and knew it was time. Well, having balls and, and being around Jock Sampson, because I don't hang out with dudes that ain't got a pair, <laughs> pair of nuts. I only hang out with the men. Let's talk. Let's go. All right. So how you been doing, Jock, during this <laughs> pandemic? Well, I've, I've actually been pretty well. Uh, I don't think anybody's had a better pandemic than I have. I won the FTC championship which is out of Ironton, Ohio. I beat Casey King in an empty arena match. I became the IWC champion, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a little bit. I became the IWC champion. And at one point, you were one half of the tag champs this year. I was one half of the tag champs this year. And then last week, I became the Pro Wrestling Conquest Imperial Mm. Champion. So I have four championship belts. No one's done better than me. And that was the first ever time anyone's became champ in that company, correct? Very first one. I am the inaugural. I am Lord Vader. I am the Darth Vader of independent fucking wrestling. Uh, Hell yeah. Four championship belts, man. But I'm sure there's people out there going to say, oh, Jack Pollock's a better wrestler. Andy, Andrew Powell's is a better wrestler. Oh, look at Bill Collar, the big prick. He's a good wrestler. Jack <laughs> Sampson sucks. Yeah, well, my championship belt says you fucking suck, okay? Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Talk your shit, Jock. Yeah, man, the gold talks. So we're going into the third annual Pittsburgh Pro Wrestling Classic this Saturday, and you got Jack Pollock on your hands. And uh, originally you had it in a steel cage, but you were able to talk to the great Thomas J. Wolf, and uh, you were able to change the stipulation. Do you have anything in mind that you want to make public yet to what your stipulation is going to be? Considering that my entire time at IWC, I have never been granted anything like – I, you know, I, I've been granted tag team title matches. Sure, that's 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 great because I got a guy like Chris LaRusso and, you know, I, I, it was easy to get him, okay? But I've never gotten a world title shot. I still haven't gotten a world title shot given to me by the IWC management, Justin Plummer, anyone there. Any championship matches, my first title shot I got from the reset button. Mm. One Justin Plummer, my second title shot, and I actually believe that my second title shot was when I cast, when I actually in, put myself into the, the match with, with uh, Jack Pollock and Bill Collier. And that's not Bill Collier, Jimmy Vegas. I put myself, right, in, right. I put myself in that match. Justin Palmer never put me in any that kind of true. match. <clears throat> because for one, I speak my mind. 
I tell you what I think 24 seven, and I don't care if I hurt anybody's feelings. I know there's people out there going to be like, Oh, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Well, you know what? Fuck your feelings. Mm, I don't give period. a fuck. About it. I'm not in the wrestling business for your feelings. I'm in the wrestling business to make a living, to bring money home to my stupid fat ass wife. <laughs> I got to feed her. And then I have a six year old daughter that raises all kinds of hell. I got to feed them. And my wife eats a lot. <laughs> People okay. wonder why I drink and cheat on my wife while I'm on the road. <laughs> Come on. That's stressful. So the only thing I care about is making money and winning championships. When you have championships, you get all the money. But Dustin Plummer doesn't want to have a guy from Appalachia. I'm a country boy. I don't hide it. Granted, I, I'm wearing my hat backwards right now, but it's camouflaged. I am Appalachian. Nobody likes people that are country. Because it's taboo to be a country boy nowadays because they think that you're, you're a bigot. And I'm not a bigot. Anybody knows me, I'm not a bigot. I'm not a racist. I think gay people have the right to be as miserable as the rest of us. <laughs> no doubt. They should be able to get married and live their life, happy life, like everyone else. They should, if, if they want to be like us, God bless them. Go right ahead and do it. I got to ask a quick question just, okay. just to not go too far off. But – uh. I know you hate Michigan. Who do you hate more, Justin Plummer or Michigan? Michigan, easy. Okay, I had to get that off real quick. I'm from the state of Ohio, man. We hate those pricks. Anything I've ever heard you on, you you made sure you got that out. So I just had to make sure because I know your hatred for Justin Plummer is there, but I wanted to see if it talked Michigan. Well, Michigan's our rival, and at least we have respect for them until they cancel next week, which I think they're going to be chicken shit little bastards and cancel. Like anyone who cancels – is a chicken shit bastard. And I'll be surprised we talk Jack, Jack Pollock. I'll be surprised if he doesn't cancel because he's scared of me. He's never been able to beat me. He's never been able to beat me. And I'm a terrible wrestler too. Everyone. I'm terrible. He can't beat me. So what's that say about him? He's a great wrestler. I'm not going to knock that. Jack Pollock's a fantastic professional wrestler. He's fantastic. He is. You know, there's no reason why that like what, if I'm not around Jack Pollock would be the most dominant guy around, but since I'm around, there's no one more dominant than I am. So, bang. You, you walk out of Saturday as champ. That's the game plan. Right. Kind of a two-parter. Do you plan on shutting the IWC down for good this time? Well, we did make an agreement, and I'm a man of my word, that if we lost that match at the ballpark, which that's a whole different can of worms, we could talk about that show all day long and how we got screwed over left and right. But we lost. I'm not the kind of guy who reneges on a contract on a handshake agreement. Okay. Now, I can't speak for the governor. Mm. That match only had my name and the rest of the regulators on it. So if the governor would like to shut it down, you know, via some good advice from a close personal friend, that has nothing to do with me. I'm not shutting anything down. That's fair. Now, That's fair. Keep, no, that keep this fair. in mind, though, is I'm not going to lose the belt Saturday. That's fact. But what if I did? What if Justin Plummer pulled the wool over someone's eyes and I got screwed out of the title? Because there's no way anyone's beating me fair. If I get screwed out, wouldn't Justin Plummer want to fire a guy like me? I think there's a better chance of the pandemic ending immediately than Jock Sampson losing his title this Saturday. Oh, I agree. Uh, Jack, I've got Jack Pollock's number. I, I know him better than anybody. And I've been studying more film. I've been doing CrossFit. I do yoga. I work out like a son of a bitch. I just drink beer and have a terrible fucking diet. Oh, I can relate to it that. And I doesn't mean I'm not a badass motherfucker. 
you know, just because I got a little bit of a beer gut. And I know people are all going to complain about that. Oh, you're a, I, I, you know how many assholes call me fat that are in the IWC fan base? But, but fuck them, because look at you. You wear your cutoff shirts with, with confidence. That's something that nobody got. Exactly. The thing is, they can call me fat and they can call me this, but if their wife was attractive, I would fuck her. Easy. <laughs> Period. Period. Okay? Fuck your I shit, would fuck dog. their wife. And fat boy going fat boy going to bust. Fat boy gonna bust. That we need that on the next <laughs> t-shirt, Jock. That's the quote of the day. <laughs> they can say what they want, but their wife wants a man, not a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh so walking out Saturday then, who who do you got in mind that you think is up, up for yeah, who's next? Who's deserving for the title shot next? Honestly, um you there's several guys at IWC that I'm sure would like I'm sure they all want a title shot. Oh, of course. I mean, Bulk Nasty kind of put everybody on notice that he's coming for he did. A, a title, whether it's yours or not. And then you got Atticus, who's still got the mm-hmm. reset button. Well, I mean, you got you got Bulk, you got Atticus, and I'm sure they're you're going to Jack Pollock and a bunch of I'm sure I'm sure I'll be wrestling him for the next year or <laughs> him and Andrew Palace. <laughs> I'm sure that'll happen because for some reason they've got this like uh you know, thing on Justin Plummer where, they, I mean, they're getting plethora of opportunities. We need new people getting opportunities. Hey, man, I can, I definitely agree with you. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Andrew Powell is, was, is a former champion. He's a tough guy. Oh, no, yeah, he's an amazing wrestler. I can't stand him, but I'm not going to knock the guy. Like, I, I, I'll knock him personally, but I'll never knock his attributes. To be fair, to be fair, too, Andrew Palace got cheated at the last show during one of the pinfalls, so his 100th match should be against Jock Sampson in a title match. Well, maybe he should have won. <laughs> You're not wrong, but uh, at the same time, the referee didn't do his job, but at the end of the day, there's no excuses. He took the L, and Jack's got his opportunity again, and we'll see what excuses Jack has in line after this Saturday as well. I'm sure they'll they'll get a a 24, a case of natural light, him and Plummer will sit around and just be sacks of shit. And, and he'll be like, please, 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 please. I, I need a, I need another shot. God damn it. And then Andrew Palace will flush the toilet, come out of the bathroom. He said, but what about my shot? I deserve a title shot because I've been around here forever. I love IWC. I fuck IWC. <laughs> oh, I, want, God. I want the IWC title because it means money. Mm-hmm. It means I'm the best wrestler in Pittsburgh. I'm probably Pennsylvania. You can't, I mean, you can have a lot of guys who are like, well, I think he's a good technical wrestler. He's really good. Te- I don't give a fuck about technical wrestling. I want championships. Mm-hmm. That's it. Team who wins the Super Bowl was the best team in the NFL. Not the best technical team that went fucking eight and eight. Nobody gives a fuck. Like the Steelers are the worst 10 and 0 team I've ever seen. And I'm a Steeler fan. They're getting it done. And yeah. I'm a good I'm a real Steelers fan. I'll never leave them like majority of people in Pittsburgh would. Like they were when the Penguins were terrible and almost mm-hmm. moved to Las Vegas. But thankfully the NFL, the NHL decided to gift them Sidney Crosby. Yeah. No, I I remember those days. Cause it's <clears throat> it's funny how magical the bandwagon became mm-hmm. really heavy. <clears throat> you know, if, if I had a gun, I would probably shoot every penguin I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to the Arctic. Yeah, I deer hunt. For all you people out there that hate this kind of stuff, yes, I deer hunt. I kill Bambi. Man, that's it another wrong. tastes wonderful. It does. Fuck Bambi. Fuck Bambi. Fuck her mother. <laughs> she oh, tastes wonderful. It does taste wonderful. You know what I would really like to hunt? Or eat some elk. Some elk meat. I would I've love never it. Had it. I I've haven't had either. Some bison. No shit. Yeah. yeah. They're, talk they're talk to us little... poor people real quick, John. Yeah, that's, no you doubt. Got money. What's a bison taste like? 
Uh, it, it's it's more it's like a leaner. Yeah. It, it almost <clears throat> it almost it really tastes like a hamburger. Yeah. Okay. It's the same thing. Like, I mean, you right. ground it, it. Like they always say, chicken and hamburger ground up taste the same. No, it doesn't. Yeah. You can tell the difference between turkey ground up turkey ground chicken. Yeah. And ground like four legged animal or whatever. It, it it just it tastes the same. You wouldn't really know it. It's just okay. the idea you go walk out and say, "Hey, I got exactly. some." Exactly. It's not as lean as deer meat. Deer meat is really lean. Yeah, it is. Okay. You know, you can always tell by the redness of it. Yeah. It it's 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 a hamburger. Okay. And I have had, and I have eight croc uh, alligator. Yeah, oh, I have two. That, now that surprisingly to me actually did semi taste like chicken. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. It, it was a lot like chicken. We yeah, had the texture is just thicker. Yeah, it's it's like it's like jerky. Another exotic thing that I just had actually recently was a fucking octopus, and it wasn't because I wanted to try it, but a guy at my work actually had it, and I'm like, there's no way I'm spending my money on an octopus. So yeah. if you're gonna give it to me for free to try. And it shockingly tasted like exactly like mushrooms, but the, the texture is exactly what threw me off, though, because you uh -uh. can feel the little tentacles against your tongue, and it was fucked Oh, bad. hell no. Yeah, I don't, I don't like mushrooms. A lot of hillbillies out here, you think I'm going to hell, because I don't go <laughs> out mushroom hunting. But I don't mushroom hunt. Uh, like, if I'm going out hunting, I'm killing something. Yeah. Period. And I'm going to kill it. I'm going to use all of it. I don't have any mm. deer mounts on my wall because I, that's just not my style. I cook to provide for my family. Right. So I'm sure someone out there with green and blue hair is going to call me a piece of shit and probably call the uh, the World Wrestling, uh, sorry, the World Wildlife Federation Fund yeah. or whatever the hell. Call them, tell them on me or whatever. PETA. PETA usually stands for me as people eating tasty animals. <laughs> cool. I like that. Fun to pet, better to chew. Mm hmm. No doubt. But uh, let's move on, though. Uh, fif 15 years ago on Halloween was your yeah. debut, career debut. 30th. Pardon me? October 30th. Ah, uh, look at the internet lying to us like always. God damn it. My prick. Uh, son of a bitch. But okay, so that was 15 years ago, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how has wrestling evolved in, in general over the years, and how has <laughs> that evolution impacted your career? Well, my career has basically stayed the same. I've been the cool. same guy from day one. That's I haven't awesome. really changed anything. Um, this is me. For some reason, guys feel like they have to have wrestling gimmicks and characters. I'm no, because you, this is me. Jock Sampson is Jock Sampson. Jock Sampson is Jock Sampson. I'm not some dude wearing a mask calling myself El Dorito <laughs> or, or some Scottish guy with oh, red shit. hair saying he's Irish. It's not. I'm, I'm a kid from Apple. I'm a small town kid. From southeastern Ohio, just like Joe Burrow, the Heisman Trophy winner. I grew up 10 minutes from where he's from. Small town kid in the poorest region in the state of Ohio. Hopefully your fate Saturday mm -hmm. isn't like his his uh, his uh rookie year right now. It was starting off great, and then it ended with a, a career, a possible career-ending well, injury. Well, the Cincinnati Bengals don't deserve nice things. No, <laughs> very accurate. They don't deserve nice things. I don't like how the business has morphed into a different business. Like when I was coming up, if you hit a moonsault, that was it. Mm. Uh, like uh, yeah, I know exactly people. what you're saying. And now you see nine of them in one match. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is no more emotion in the wrestling business anymore. It's about doing shit. It's about, to me, it, it kind of comes off as like a, with anything, how shock value is, is the thing that gets all the attention now. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's important. There's, there's less storytelling. There's less uh, chain wrestling and psychological warfare behind the scene oh, into the storytelling i should say 
and now everything is hit a 450 splash and do eight moonsaults and then that's it i've never jumped off i i've never did a backflip in my life i jump i've jumped off the top rope and that's it i did do a dive and about kill 15 people that i didn't Hell see yeah. that was back in my stupider yeah. days they it, it's just there there's no more emotion into the wrestling business anymore like yeah, shock that, value is not an emotional thing shock value is world star mm-hmm. a couple of hillbillies out there throwing fists oh you know you want to know what brings emotion if the you know the, like let's just say the election right now with donald trump yeah donald trump is the number one bad guy in the entire world number one bad guy right in the entire world because he won because he elicits emotion, good or bad, from either side of the people that love him. <clears throat> like an NFL team. People show up, they either really love him or really hate him. Wrestling, people show up and are like, oh, my God, I love this. Oh, my, I love everybody. Yeah. I love every single person except that fucking asshole, me. <laughs> they love everybody. And why do they hate me? Because I'm real. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole reason the eccentric sections always fucked with you. Oh yeah, man. Even when there's been times where you necessarily haven't been in our our corner of the match as far as who we're rooting for, there's always been a respect level for from us to you. And uh like e- even our our team Storm Roots go back to Jack Pollock. But this Saturday, well, speaking for myself, I know I'm I'm team Jock Sampson this Saturday. No, oh, yeah. I don't know about Jody. Well, a lot of people will think that I hate all wrestling fans. No, I actually love all my fans, and I appreciate people that appreciate me. That's the way the world works. You know, if people are mean to you, why in the hell do you give a rat's ass about them? True. If people are nice to them, you're going to do nice things. I do nice things all the time. I help my elderly neighbor do stuff. But yet, I'm the bad guy. Because I have people choose opinion. to see what they want to see. That's why. Oh, I know another reason why. Because I don't do backflips. Uh. <laughs> I don't land on concrete. I don't uh, set a table on fire and fall through it. I don't. I don't get hit with light tubes. I don't do none of that stuff. And I'm not knocking guys that do it. But I don't do that kind of shit. I don't need it. I got two fists and, and I've got, and I've got a pair of balls. Oh yeah, man. And you are entertaining. Like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't even know how to say it. Like, I don't want to say like, uh, as your character, cause like you say, you don't fucking play a character. So you like Jock Sampson, you're just fucking entertaining, man. Like you just come out there and you do your fucking thing every time. And yeah. well, for the people that appreciate me, you know, they find the appreciation of being entertained and I appreciate yeah, them. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to entertain anybody. That's the big difference is, is I'm not trying. I'm not an yeah. entertainer. I'm not an, I hate when wrestlers say this. I hate this. I miss when, especially during the COVID you've been seeing it. I mm. miss my art. Mm. The fuck. When the fuck did we become Pablo Picasso? <laughs> okay. When the fuck did we become Pablo Picasso entertainer? Like, when the fuck did I start wearing skinny jeans and start fucking breaking down the hammer time? <laughs> you know, when they say, I need, I miss this. I miss, you know what I miss? I miss the money. I miss the women. I miss the, the alcohol and the good times with people I like, of course. I miss all that. I guess this isn't really the greatest segue to it, but you, you, you basically said about you being a champion on multiple levels right now is what draws all your money. And that's what you miss right now. So let's kind of talk about your accomplishments. Like right now you're the current IWC heavyweight champion. You're the Imperial champion. Uh, you, you mentioned another one. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. 
the FTC. I'm the Pro Wrestling Conquest Imperial Champion. Yes, sir. I am the I am the Remix Pro Champion. Okay, and then uh, and then recent in recent years, you even made it into the top 500 Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I made it in there, which is, I think I was a little bit low. Every year, there's been multiple people, I think, that aren't even in the list, too, that are well-deserving. That, that That's a couple guys' opinions that just go in a magazine, so that's not here or there. But uh, and Don't get me wrong. I think it's good that I think it's good that I got in there, but I've never gave a shit. Yeah. I'm on, I don't know how I got in there because I don't know how you go buying it. I never gave a rat's ass. Maybe the fact that I told someone that, maybe that's what hurt me all these years because that was the first time I was ever been in there. What what are some things in your career that you consider your proudest accomplishments? Well, I would probably I am I am actually an active Hall of Famer. War wrestling uh, out of Lima, Ohio. They draw twelve to thirteen hundred. We had a we had a uh, scaffold match, and I'm a Hall of Famer in that company. And I'm still that was the first one in Ohio as well, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the the scaffold match was the first scaffold match in the history of the state of Ohio. I lost my title. I was never pinned that night. I made a mistake and got threw off the scaffold. I fell 20 feet. Jesus Christ. And uh, um, that was the first one in the history of the state of Ohio. The, there was thir- I think there was 13 or 1,500 people there. You ain't seeing that at wrestling anymore on independent. No. War wrestling, when I was there, was outdrawing Ring of Honor and Impact and all that. They were, they were outdrawing all of it. And they hated me up there just as much as people hate me at IWC. And I didn't come in. The hell, the promoter still hates me to this day. <laughs> yeah. He still hates these promoters. They, they like when I come in because I, I draw them attention. I draw money. But when it comes time to pay them in and I, you know, this and that, and I got to crack down the whip. So, but I, I, but I was a War Wrestling Hall of Famer. Um, I was a member of the 450 Boys out of Lima, Ohio. A couple guys with Scarbonis. Vinny from Jersey was our manager, and we had another buddy named Danny Shea. We were the 450 boys. We're lifelong friends. We're some of the closest friends I have in this wrestling business. We ride, This is my ride-or-die game. My ride-or-die game, I'm proud to be in there. Uh, I wrestled the Honky Tonk Man. I'm sure people didn't know that. Based on recent episodes, shout-out to the Honky Tonk yes, Man. Sir. Roy Wayne, boy, Roy Wayne. I wrestled the Honky Tonk Man. I, you know, I, I beat, let me think here, Jesus, God. I wrestled Hacksaw. A lot of the older fellows. Yeah, yeah. I've got to, to share the ring with them, and I, awesome. I beat Chris, I did beat Christopher Daniels wearing a dog suit for the remix title in one minute. I do remember that. Dog. I do remember that. That was fire too. I, I, wish I was in the. I wish I was in the crowd because I would have popped. Yeah, no, no one expected it. When you give me an opportunity, you know I'm gonna cash it in. And I'm gonna take it. So I, I've got a lot of uh, you know. At my high school, I was named uh, the all. 1990s team i was a center i got named first team all 1990s i'm the greatest center in the history of my school fuck yeah uh i actually played sports unlike most professional wrestlers now i can't have a conversation about god darn sports for nothing i look at someone the other day and said hey man did you catch that steeler game they said no man i was playing video games i was too busy playing as the steelers on the game i mean jesus christ They would rather play video games now than than feel the t- the love and touch of a woman or another man if that's what their preference is. See, see, like, no, no bias with Jock Sampson, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it right there. You need the carnal. You need the sins of the flesh. You don't need sins of digital bullshit. As a man that's been in the business for fifteen years, you you've always been a very entertaining person, especially since I've been around to see you live. 
uh, I was kind of doing digging up a little research on you, and I found that you were actually a singer in a country band called Route Thirty Three back in the day. I was wondering uh, if you had any cool stories with that, and I was also wondering if if being a singer helped with your mic skills and your ability to talk in front of crowds and perform in front of crowds. Well, uh, yeah, I was a I was a singer in uh, in, in a country band, and we played Nashville and and all this stuff, and. Um, always liked it, but I wasn't in love with it like I am professional wrestling. Um, we just played the bar circuits and hit Nashville. I about got in a fight with a country singer in Nashville. What the hell? Andy Griggs. Mm. I was drunk one night. He bumped into me and said something to me, and I threw a beer in his face. He sang a couple big hits. I, was, I, was, I still remember that night like crazy because I was losing my shit. You know, got to meet Clay Walker. I'm a big, I'm a big country music fan, so... I like country music and I like classic rock and I like rap. I like everything except this kill your parents music that these kids play today. <laughs> the SoundCloud crazy. rap. Yeah, I'm not talking Aussie. I'm talking like these bands basically, they, they're just screaming because they're mad at their mom and dad for not hugging them and shit when they were kids. It's like it's like punk rock for pussies. Do you still pick up the mic at any 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 of your free time? Belt out a little Ronnie Millsap? Well, you know, when, when my band and, you know, we all get together every blue moon, uh, one of my best friends in wrestling is Channing Decker and, and, uh, they came down to a, to a remix show and we all went out. I, they wanted to go to a redneck bar in West Virginia and my old band was playing that night. So I popped in and nice. I got to sing about an hour with them. And that's awesome. And that it was with Channing and Trent and Alexia and Nicole. And we were out getting greasy as fuck. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Just having a good time, man. But I, I still get up occasionally and sing with them. I ain't sang this year because COVID's a real prick. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I, I do get to sing a little bit. But, I, you know, I don't do it as much. I, when I get off the road, the last thing I want to do is go anywhere. I got a big – I got, I, bought, I, I own my own home. I have a big garage in the backyard. And professional wrestling has been a big part of that. Not too many wrestlers can say that because they all live in fucking apartment complexes. And they don't even have a <laughs> – I mow my own grass. I fixed the mirrors in my house. He's a fucking man, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck yeah. Not only is he a champion, he's still doing the shit around his house. Yeah, I could pay for it, but, you know. Fuck it. Save your money. Where's where's the character in that as well? Well, I don't don't have the luxury of my mother living in the same house as me to take care of all my needs. I cook in my house. If I didn't cook, my my raggedy-ass wife ain't cooking. Fucking Linda. Get it together, Linda. Fuck Linda Jane. Hate her guts. Fucking worst. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I, but I get, you know, I get the luxury of doing all the stuff. I, 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 you know, I get to sing a little bit and occasionally, but, uh, I don't That's do awesome. much anymore. Recently we lost a legend in the wrestling business. A good friend of yours, Tracy Smothers. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was wondering if you had any, any stories you'd like to share to, to celebrate his legacy. First time I met Tracy Smothers. Actually it wasn't the first time, but it was, a, we, we, they, they had a thing where they were bringing us at AIW and, I just remember him coming in and we going out and doing a match and neither one of us left our feet for an hour and a half. We were out there for like an hour and a half, hour, hour and a half. I don't know. It's been a while and didn't leave our feet and had people screaming left and right. So I remember that. And I always remember wow. Tracy always sleeping on a, on a, on a towel with his feet on a chair. <laughs> he would always say, we, I'd always play cards in the locker room. I remember one day we had was me and Colonel Robert Parker and bunkhouse buck and Missy Hyatt and Dick justice. All sat down at a table playing cards, right? Tracy comes over to me and says, hey, hey, Doc, wake me up here in about 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to go take a nap. 
So I go back over and I wake him up and he says, Hey, John, get, well, how, how far we got? I said, we're still on match two, Tracy. He said, okay, wake me up in 30 minutes. <laughs> we weren't out until the main event. So I, I, 30 minutes, I go back. He says, what match we in? I said, I think they're in match two now, Tracy, or match three. Come back, give me back in about an hour. <laughs> and he just laid there and slept. And I, he was always very kind to me. Um, I don't think I ever had a bad, I've never had a bad experience with it. I don't know anybody. If anyone out there doesn't like Tracy Smothers, they're a piece of shit. I recently had became Facebook friends with him right before he had passed away, man. And just the outpour of respect for him and all the cool stories I got to read on my news feed, man. I, I hope that one day I get to like, I'm not saying I'm comparing myself to him, but like when somebody passes away, you hope to leave back a legacy, man. And the legacy he laid back, left back behind of just nothing but positive stories and positive vibes. I mean, that, that's something you don't really get to see too often nowadays. No, he, he sure left a legacy of love. That's awesome, man. I mean, there's not anyone that don't love him. Like that he never touched, you know, I still remember, uh, I know it's another story, but it was me and Tracy's brothers versus Cole Cabana and Cliff Compton. And he kept coming, you know, kept disappearing for every like five minutes. He disappeared. We couldn't find him. He'd come back in and say, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Okay. He'd come tell us that he'd walk off and leave. He comes up to me and says, hey, Jock, I need you to do all the work tonight. When we get out the ring, Tracy does more than I do. He's out there flying around the ring left and right and bouncing around. And, and he tags me in. And I do one little simple thing. And he comes back in and starts bumping around again left and right. <laughs> Yeah, like I, awesome, I still remember laughing about that because that was a lot of fun just being around him. And we all went to the bar, and I stuck him with one of my greenhorns at this bar. And I still remember this uh, this prostitute walked in the bar, and Tracy didn't even flinch or look that way. So, but all the boys knew who it was. <laughs> yeah. But, but he sat at the end of the table, wouldn't leave my buddy, and they were talking about stretching for like an hour. <laughs> I said, "What did you guys talk about?" He said. He was telling me about the benefits of stretching. For like an hour. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that definitely is funny, man. You know, he liked, and Tracy loved the Steelers, and Tracy loved Ohio State. You know, that's, Tracy's a smart liked, man, right there. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was. We we talk about we would talk sports, and he 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 was real intuitive. It was nice to talk to someone that likes sports in the wrestling business. But I'll miss him. I'll miss him. He's my uncle. For sure, man. Rest in peace, Tracy Smothers. Hold on. Shut the fuck up, cat. <laughs> I thought I thought Linda was getting to work for a minute. That's my cat sissy. Linda might have set her up to come in there and interrupt. Let me get her. Jock Sampson, everybody, he's the fucking man. And he's showing us his pussy on fucking live. This is this hell is awesome. yeah. My girl awesome, man. never talks back to me. All right, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, so we're recording again, guys. Uh so, yeah, Jock Sampson just showed us his pussy, so Zoom crashed because it couldn't handle the hotness. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, so, man, speaking of pussy, though, so, Jock, as everyone knows, they call you the king of the one-night stand. You know, can you elaborate on that a little bit? How'd you get that name, brother? Well, I earned it. Oh, I guarantee Fuck you. Yeah, that's, we want to know how you and earned it. We would it. love, we would be honored to hear how I you mean, it's, it's kind of self, self-explained, but uh, <laughs> we wanted to know if there was any deeper detail into that story. Well, Missy Hyatt actually one who gave me that name. Oh yeah, you know that's my that's my little uh, my my one of my road ladies that uh you know she has no expectations. She just knows when I'm in town, stop by and say hi. Perfect. You you brought up your uh, wonderful light, wife Linda earlier. Uh, 
as a family man, we wanted to hear a little bit more about Linda. We always see you tagging her on Facebook posts. She must be a very supportive wife. And uh, I heard you actually calling her some nice names earlier in the podcast. So I was just wondering if you could uh, tell us more about Linda. And then I know you have a beautiful baby daughter as well. And I do as well. So I was wondering if you could give me any parental advice and what to expect. Well, uh, Linda Jane is, is, uh, the the if I would explain what what Linda's like, it'd be just like living in hell, like moving in next door to the, 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 the to the devil, and then dating his dating his daughter. I mean, just that bad job. It, yeah, it's it like I wake miserable. up every morning with with a punch in the gut. Do you Fuck. hate Linda more or Michigan more? Now we got to ask that question. Michigan. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure. Linda sounded like she was pretty awful there for a minute. You could name I don't know how many things you could name, but there's very few things I hate more than Michigan. You could do this all day. Okay. I hate Hitler. I hate Hitler more than Michigan. All right, Michigan didn't kill millions of people, so <laughs> right. I, I can understand it. Uh, but like I said, you have a daughter as well. Joe, you just had uh, your your son just turned yes, one sir. yesterday. Yes, sir. Uh, I have a two year old daughter. I was wondering if you could give us any parental advice, and then especially for myself, being that I have a daughter. You know, just wear a seatbelt, brother. It's going to be rough. I hear that. Having a daughter is the hardest, greatest thing I've ever had happen to me. Um, she's a lot like she is me. <laughs> Very opinionated. Oh, I, I can I can already see that going the same way with my daughter, man. It's it, it, I don't realize how uh how I can get, fly off the handle as much as I do until I see her doing it. I'm like, <laughs> I know where the fuck she got that shit from. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I, she she and the thing is, kids pick up everything that we do. Yes, sir. When I get mad and explode, I explode. Oh, me and now well. she's seen me do it, so she gets mad and explodes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I would just say, watch what you do, watch what you say. Like, I sent her to bed so she wouldn't hear Daddy use the big people voice, because I don't, Daddy don't talk like this when she's she, around. She knows soft jock. She don't know the, the bad motherfucker that's winning titles. She knows Daddy. Yeah. When Daddy comes home, she don't like Jock Samson very much. Mm, I likes that. Has she been to any of your shows and seen you perform live? Yeah, a couple times. Uh, one time down here. I live I live right near uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia, but I live on the Ohio side. Okay. Had a show down here, and she came over. It was Christmas about this time last year, and she went and she likes watching me wrestle and yeah. uh, cheering awesome. for me. You know, oh, that's it's cool, nice man. Have, it's nice to have a cheer in the crowd. <laughs> my wife over there making that mean, ugly ass face. <laughs> Just <laughs> fucking Linda, man. Linda's a worst dude. I hate her guts. I, you're starting to make me hate Linda, and I've never even met the woman. I mean, I, I trust your judgment, Jock. So that, that. Well, I married her, so I didn't have much judgment there. <laughs> I keep expecting. Like, a, I keep expecting like a left hook to come through the camera. Here. Well, she, you know, to be honest, my wife is actually deaf. <laughs> oh man. So I can get away with saying some stuff until she starts reading lips. God oh, damn it! Fuck yeah. And I'm fucked. Hi Sherry. I got a mother. I got four cats. Mother cat Sherry popped in here. I don't think she's gonna come over. I got Sherry Martell. I got Stan Hansen. I got Melvin. Then I got uh, uh, Sissy. Okay, and Sissy's the one we seen, correct? Yeah. yeah, Sissy. Yeah. You got a favorite out of your cats? I'm not really. You know, I like them better than my wife. <laughs> they He's know like, where the shit. They know where to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Basically, we end the podcast with two different things. 
uh, a generic question you probably get on every wrestling podcast is who's your wrestling Mount Rushmore? And just to, to make sure everybody listening, cause I've had a couple of the guys that were on the podcast, try to give me five and then I got shit for it. Cause I didn't correct them, but I don't give a fuck. If you want to give me five, give me five. You're the fucking champion, but who's your, well, four? unlike the other wrestlers, like I'll actually listen to what you have to say and I'll do what you ask because unbeknownst, you know, not unbeknownst, but what well, is probably unbeknownst, but what they don't realize is I'm actually a good motherfucker. I'm a good person. What, you know, I'm a scoundrel because that's the way I make my living. Like Tony Soprano said, it don't matter how, however I make my living, that's how I make it. So I'll give you four, you, you know, and I'll start fourth and I, and I don't go with my Mount Rushmore favorites either. Okay. So you're I, going based I, off of the top yeah. level guys. Well, I'll give you two. I'll give you my favorite Mount Rushmore. Okay. And then I'll give you who is. Okay, cool. Okay. I like that answer. Yeah. I like that answer. Let's go. Okay. Now we'll go to my favorites here. I'm going to put Hawk Hogan is my favorite wrestler of all time. I've okay. heard this. Is my number one wrestler. Uh, if And there's no wrestler in the world as great as Hawk Hogan. And I would only accept a few other things, you know, like, you know, when people talk about greatest wrestlers, I go by drawing power. Okay. Who drew the most money? That's what it's about. It's about money. It's not about who's got a great hammer lock. So you got to start with Hawk Hogan, the greatest wrestler of all time. I, I base a lot of my, you know, my person, I don't really, I base a lot of who I am off of Rowdy Roddy Piper. He's one of the greatest heels mm-hmm. of all time. Definitely. Um, not even just heels got on the mic. His promotional yeah, work was phenomenal. Man, this is, this is, and the thing is, my favorites is hard because I've got, a thousand guys that I love the, the, the draw. Well, did I do the draw first? I, I'm doing the favorites first. So I'm yeah. going to, so Hawk Hogan's my favorite, Ronnie Piper. Then I'll put the macho man on there. Mm. Shit. The, the, the people you're naming could go for either or <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Off a of personal uh, or draw. I mean, these guys, and then you got, uh, my fourth favorite wrestler of all time. It was Ric Flair until he said he got put a Michigan Jersey on. Oh shit! And ruined it. So, I got Hawk Hogan, Roddy Piper, the Macho Man Randy Savage, and then I'm gonna put Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Okay, I wasn't expecting that one at no. all. No, just his favorites. Uh, yeah, I never gave a rat's ass about work rate. Don't care. Hacksaw was a great guy too. When IWC brought him in last year, me and him got to kind of bust each other's balls because that was mm-hmm. when Team Storm was. Uh, it wasn't last year, the year before, but uh when team storm was still a thing and I, I had the Canadian flag, man. And I, I got him to take the picture with it. And he was like, I don't do this for too many people, but uh, today I'm, <laughs> I'm rocking with you. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. But now, guy. now he is, he's one of the best. Now, if you go by the, the top four greatest wrestlers of all time, you have, and I go by draw. Okay. Hulk Hogan is on there. Stone cold. Steve Austin is on there. Mm-hmm. There's a high, I, you know, you could put, okay. I will put Andre the Giant on there. Okay. Him and Hogan did draw 93,000 yeah, people. Yeah, man. No yes. doubt. And a lot of people give me hell, and I would put Flair on there, but I I really can't. Like, you could put Flair on there, but Flair was really a regional guy, and he did draw. But I will put Bruno San Martino in that last spot because Bruno San Martino, he was a regional guy, but he was a regional guy in the greatest territory in the world. 
And he was he, – he, how many sellouts did he have at Madison Square Garden in a row? Like, it's insane to think of the numbers. I know yeah, he's a yeah. Pittsburgh guy. But I got Hawk Hogan. You know, I got Stone Cold. Andre the Giant, because Andre the Giant was – he would – they would sell him around and, and to, to draw. Yeah, no doubt. Losses for everybody. And then Bruno. Like, you could – you know, someone would have said Flair. If someone would have said The Rock – Cena um, even. Cena, you put yeah, Cena true. in there. And then if you wanted um, to even still keep it relevant to today's wrestling, even Chris Jericho, the, the way he's reinvented himself and continue to keep wrestling fans interested. You know, I will accept certain answers. Undertaker as well. Undertaker's been a huge draw. Put the Undert- I have no problem with the Undertaker's name being on there. Um, I can't put Shawn Michaels on there, or not because he wasn't great, he was a he's a, probably the greatest in-ring guy of all time. I can't put Bret Hart on there. People are going to get mad. No disrespect to Bret Hart. His wrestling was phenomenal, but I kind of always thought he was super boring. Like, I feel like the feuds with him and Michaels was always Michaels making it the draw for mm-hmm. that, the feuds, you know what I mean? Then again, like, their matches are phenomenal, and that's what Oh, 100%. And I, don't, and I won't ever knock anything they do because, I mean, they, they have all, my, all, all kinds of my respect. Um. But there's only certain guys that you can. You can even go back, and a lot of people won't realize you put Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. You put, I mean, you need to look up Jim Londos, Ed Strangler, back in the 40s and 50s, Ed Strangler Lewis would draw houses, but that generation. For the time being that they were in. Yeah, like Ed Strangler Lewis was a headlock. He just put them in a headlock, squeeze them, and they quit. You know, we need to stop focusing on now. A lot of times, a lot of and people appreciate the history. You. you know how many guys I could talk with, and then they know nothing about the history of wrestling. Oh, I'm sure. And even there's probably a lot of shit like uh, two of those names you just dropped to me. Like, uh, don't granted, I'm 27, but the internet exists, so there's no reason not to know. If you're if you love wrestling like you say you do, the people out there, you need to appreciate who came before you. You know, because if I mean. It almost seems like the modern generation don't give a fuck about the old guys. You know, me being 15 years in wrestling, being 41 years old, some guys will look at me like I'm a fucking relic, and then I'll knock the fuck out of them, and then they'll, they'll respect <laughs> me a little bit more. Yeah. You know, you know, a lot of – it's just you need to respect your history. And you need to also – I'm going to let you know, you need to do a Mount Rushmore tag teams. Okay. Mm. Okay. I appreciate, That's really true, I appreciate man. that yeah. advice. I'll definitely input that. Actually, going further within the podcast, we we plan on having certain tag teams on together. So maybe I'll, I'll keep it at that to where when I have tag teams on, I want to see what they they are instead of doing singles for them. When I have tag teams on, I'll see what their where their mind Great. lies. Greatest managers, Mount Rushmore managers. True, yeah. And a podcast you guys would like to listen to is listen to the Bobby Blaze podcast. Bobby Blaze was Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion. Okay. And uh, he has a podcast, uh, Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. And they do lists and they talk a little bit about guys and, and uh, talk a little bit about the history of professional wrestling. You know, I like Arn Anderson's podcast, but I like, I would like Arn Anderson's podcast more if he would talk about 1984 to 85. Mm. I don't give a shit about in 2015 Battleground. I understand why they do it. I just, it's just not my favorite thing in the world. I, I, I would, I want to hear him talk about Charlotte, Charlotte, Greensboro more. Spend a whole okay. day talking about it. Make yeah. my day. I love the history. I love that old shit. 
Awesome. Is there any uh any particular matches or wrestlers that that might not come to mind for me or Joe or somebody listening that you highly recommend go do your research on? Well, I tell any young wrestler that's a that uh, is not a fan favorite when people don't like, they need to look up or adorable Adrian Adonis, look up any match of his um, tag teams. It doesn't get any better than the Midnight Express. My favorite tag team of all time, not because, but you put any of their matches on there and they will show you how it's done. And then my favorite match of all time, if you want to look it up, is the Rock and, and, and the Hawk Hogan at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was a great match, dude. That's what wrestling should be. Just just that Adrian. iconic stare down they had in the middle of the ring and how they didn't have to exchange words. This Dave Meltzer gave it fucking two stars, okay? Yeah. Dave Meltzer can suck my dick, dude. <laughs> I don't understand it was the most passionate wrestling match I've ever seen in my entire life. And I wasn't even in the business when I saw it. And I would just, holy shit. Yeah. People were jumping up and down when Hawk Hogan flexed. Yeah, it's he not the same. He didn't have to do nothing. Yeah. That's what it needs to get back to. We need more emotion. You, you don't get that much. But I would probably say look up anything that they do. Um, any, I, watch, I watch a lot of Mid-South on the network. Um, not so much. You don't, I mean, modern wrestlers should look for older moves from like moves that were used back in the day and quit trying to invent the damn wheel. Yeah. Go get an older move and get it over. I beat people with a fucking elbow drop. Do you think the way wrestling is going now and everything's high spots, do you think eventually it's going to get to the point where somebody's going to hit something as simple as how Hogan, you, you said Hogan being your favorite, hitting something as simple as a big boot and a leg drop. Do you think it's ever going to go back to that point to where it's going to be so uncommon that you don't see a basic move? Like, say you have a, a guy in there that's a big man, like a big guy, and he hits somebody with a vicious big boot, and that's how you end the match versus uh, a 450 splash. You know what I mean? Do you think it'll no. ever get back to that point? No, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think it will either, but I, it's almost like you said about reinventing the wheel. I wonder if it's going to get so far – into the point to where people are damn near killing each other to where if somebody hits somebody with such a basic move that it's going to be almost like a draw. Like, you know what I mean? Where are you going to go with it? Yeah. Where I, you go? Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I was just wondering. Cause I, I was thinking that like, you know, I don't think so. I may be wrong and I hope I'm wrong, but I, a lot of folks hate Jim Cornette, but Jim Cornette did say one thing and this is not a knock. We just talked about Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Like, a lot of guys are trying to be a lot like Shawn Michaels. They want to be Shawn yeah. Michaels. He says maybe if more people want to be more like Bret Hart, the business will be a safer place. Because, for one, you can't be Shawn Michaels. Nobody can. So I understand guys. I love how guys appreciate and love him. They should. They should respect the hell out of They need to be him. themselves, not try to re redo the same thing that has already been done. You can only do what you know how to do. Shawn Michaels has the highest skill set of anyone in the history of the business, and Bret Hart's right there on his ass. Like, just because I think Bret don't get the love that Shawn does because Bret, Bret's a basic yeah, his, his, I, th I think it goes back to uh, the promotional work, too. I think Bret just sounded boring when he talked versus Shawn Michaels knew how to get your attention and piss you off or, or make you love him, you know what I mean? Well, Brett was great when he was actually able to be himself when they got to the Stampede and they had the Hart Foundation when they had Brett, the Bulldog, Owen Tillman. That was when Brett Hart was phenomenal. Yeah. 
No, I, that, that was actually my favorite error of Bret Hart, so I can completely agree to that. But Bret, Bret being a babyface had to be a certain way, be a good guy, so he, you know, he couldn't rock the boat. Like, Hulk Hogan couldn't rock the boat. Hulk Hogan had to be a certain way. See, and, and you going back to Hulk Hogan, too, that's the funny thing is, like, maybe it's because I come from this era of everything's high spots. Like, I never liked Hogan, and that's no knock to him. I know what he's brought to the company, but, like, when he turned heel – the, the fact that he was never a heel and then that 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 turn of being in the NWO is m- probably my favorite heel turn of all time just because it's like you nobody that, expected it. Devastated me. And I was the complete opposite. I'm like, it's about time that you seen the light, Hogan. <laughs> devastated me as a kid. Especially when, like, it was devastated me enough, like, where Ultimate War beat him. I was distraught. Yeah. I was, I was hurting. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it I – don't, I don't know. I – I don't think it will because I see a lot of hungry dudes in the back wanting to make a name for themselves, willing to damn near do whatever they can to get a name out for themselves and their careers are going to be short lived. You know, I beat people's ass with my fist. I ain't doing anything stupid. You know, I, if I wanted to, I could be around longer than they could. Yeah. So a lot of guys are going to have to get famous at 23 back in the day. You got famous at, 31 32 33 and you were famous till you're 30 till you're 50 so it's a different beast it's just a higher it's it's just like everyone's out there drag racing high high fatality rate man on that we won't take up too much more of your time we'll end the podcast like we've been ending it with everybody else uh we do a 10 random question segment there are some of them are from people that listen to the podcast to give them to us some are shit we've just googled nothing's chosen based off of who we're interviewing they're just completely random Let's do it. All right. So number one, is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. No. It's a fucking hot dog. <laughs> okay. I agree oh. with you 100%. Uh, do you clean your dryer lint trap as often as recommended? I got to go wake that. I got to go wake my wife up and ask her. <laughs> you just fucking make Linda clean it. All the fucking... Gr- all the grief she's given you, she could go clean it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I would assume if, if it was left up to me, I would clean it regularly. Yes. Uh, if you could live in, but you could never leave, which of these two places would you pick? An amusement park or a zoo? The zoo, because I don't ride rides. Okay. I am. Ask all my women in my life. I am the ride. Mm, period. <laughs> uh, do you like sushi? No. Period. That's See? That, that, that goes with the last question. The women he, he enjoys aren't fishy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's bait. Uh What's your favorite adult animated show? Fuck, I don't know. Wait, uh, wait. Well, hold on. South Park. South Park. There you okay. go. Yeah, there you go. Family Guy is dumb. Uh, what's your least favorite workout that's part of your routine? I do CrossFit. I would probably have to say burpees. The fucking drizzling shits. Name a movie that you've cried to. God damn, I don't cry, but <laughs> if I was going to cry... Man, I'm trying to think here if I've ever cried during a movie. Probably which ones get uh, me of them fucking dog the, movies. Well, yeah, you, my, you my got girl took me movie. to like a dog's purpose or something, and I'm just sitting there like thinking of shit that could make me laugh and make me that way. I I don't seem as less of a man. I'm thinking of like somebody getting kicked in the balls while this dog's dying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. Rudy was a pretty emotional one. <laughs> 
when Rudy comes in and makes the sack and he gets carried off with his team, that I can relate to that. Okay. Uh, what's the most recent thing that you can remember learning? How to use Zoom. Cool. <laughs> Shout out to the podcast. Uh, do you believe open relationships work? Well, I do, but my wife don't. <laughs> that was the answer I was definitely expecting. Uh, and last question. If you could create a voodoo doll of anybody, who would it be? I would probably do a voodoo doll of a Michigan Wolverine player. And I would just stick pins in that fucking prick. You should just go with a coach. That way it throws <laughs> yeah, off the whole team. Well, I don't want to do it to hurt Jim Harbaugh because I hope they re-sign him for another 30 years. So I would probably say Desmond Howard because he he's from Ohio and he went to Michigan, so he pisses me off. Mm, fuck. He's or Tom Brady. Oh, no, sorry, Tom Brady. Fuck you, Tom Brady. Oh, fuck Ooh. that. You a man-dimer, uh, buddies. I, I don't think he's going to appreciate hearing that. Well, that's all right. We got an arrangement with the dime piece, so <laughs> we would have it. I like to give her a smile. Hi, hi, baby. Shout out Dime, Dime Piece. You hear, you hear our champion talking. Uh, so this Saturday, December 5th, the third annual Pittsburgh Pro Wrestling Classic. We got our champion here with us, Jock Sampson, going against Jack Pollock. Is, is there any final things you'd like to, to say going into this match? Once I beat Jack Pollock, I want him to go home and I want him to get a, a, a fucking six-pack or a 12-pack because I know he's a fucking lush. And I want him to sit down and, and think about why he is not the man that Jock Sampson is. And then I also want Justin Plummer, who doesn't want me to be his champion. I'm the last person he wanted to be champion. He would rather give that dumbass bowler a fucking championship match, that guy who's a bowler. Let him be the fucking champion before me. So by me keeping the belt is going to make Justin Plummer a very sad man. And if his old lady is sick of his crying around, hey, Jenny, if you're looking for a good time, holler at your boy. Yeah, well, you heard it. Jesus Christ. Shout out Jenny Plummer. Fuck, Jock. We got plenty of other things we could go over, but I think that's going to – we're going to save it for another day because we definitely want to have you back on the podcast. We thank you for joining us. Is there, is there any uh, social medias you'd like to plug before we, before we go? Let's go to, go to uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I think I got TikTok. I think that's a piece of shit. But <laughs> I just agree. type in Jock Samson, S-A-M-S-O-N. I got a T-shirt store. Uh, I got to get a goddamn link, put it up there, because I can't fucking remember all them letters. But uh, I got a T-shirt store. If you're a fan of me, I appreciate all my fans. Uh, if you don't like me, fuck you. <laughs> I, I still get compliments on the baby blue uh, Bob Ross, Jock Samson. That's right. draw you a house shirt, so – yeah, I was I was high as fuck when I when I said that fuck when I made that thing. <laughs> now I'm gonna love it even more. Hell yeah! Oh my God. I was but, floating, uh, boy. I was on a magic carpet ride. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely, thank you for coming on the of the podcast, Jock. It was yeah, long good. overdue, and we definitely hope to have you on again. Well, I appreciate you. It sounds like you appreciate me. So uh, always. You make sure you get there, and uh, I want you guys to scream, Justin Plummer's a piece of shit, get that chant started, because uh, for some reason, people do stupid fucking chants. <laughs> okay. Like, goddamn Bradley Brothers, boy, fucking gives me the creeps. <laughs> Man, you know? fuck. Bradley. <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't condone what Jock's saying. <laughs> Bradley's a nice gentleman. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
fuck you, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're out of here. Thanks again, Jock. (laughs) Bye. Thank you, brother. She's lying here in my bed There's a stranger in my house Somebody here that I can't see A stranger in my house Somebody here trying to take her away from me That was our interview with Jock Sampson. Uh, we definitely want to thank him again for coming on to the show. He was definitely a good time. Uh, as you can see, I, I didn't want to, I didn't, before the interview, I didn't want to stop playing the Ronnie Millstep, uh, Stranger in My House. I love that fucking song. Oh, yeah, man, that's a banger. Yeah, dude. Uh, banger. But real quick, I mean, the podcast is super long, so I don't want to, like, go beyond yeah, bro. our Let's fucking beyond, run through it. Let's run thing. through but this let's, card. Let's, let's run through this card. I don't even Hell know yeah. if it's a full card. And, Subject right. to change at all times due to COVID. Yeah, man, you never uh, know anymore. Right now, there's usually 10 on the card, but right now I'm only seeing eight. Let's run through these real quick, though. We got Sam Adonis versus Angelic. How you feeling about this match, brother? Oh, man, they're both, like, on win streaks right now. Yes, um, fuck, so, like, it's it's like, it's like tough. You know, um, I'm an Angelic fan, you know, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick with Angelic. I want to see him still pull away with this. Following the lead on that one, I definitely want to see Angelic as well. Sam Adonis, though, always puts on a good match. Yeah, so oh, he does, dude. Definitely mm-hmm. excited to see how this one works out. It's going to be out. a great match. Fuck yeah. Uh, this year, the the Pro Wrestling Classic, the scramble match is a yeah. little bit different. I don't know if that's due to COVID or what, but we only have seven performers instead of it being a battle royal. Uh, we got the Country Hammer, Jamie Jameson. We got Jace Carr, Spencer Slade, Marshall Gambino, Alexander Apollo, Cole Carter, and Stevie LaBelle. Who do you got in this match, brother? Fuck, bro. So, uh, like, my two, like – Quick picks, just looking at it. So, obviously, you fucking know I'm a Jamie Jameson fan. I would like to see him win this yes, shit. Sir. But, yes, bro, Jace Carr has kind of grown on me. His okay. look, his look, bro, whenever he wow. came out at the last the show thing, that we baby. see, bro, that shit fucking was hard. Yeah, so I'm wondering if his tag team with Dax Hastings is just I think done? he said that it, it was done. I think I seen okay. him. Yeah, I think I'm, I might just be – I yeah. might have dreamt this, you know what I mean? But yeah. I think I read that somewhere where he said, like, he's doing his solo thing now. You know what I mean? He's okay. doing this wild thing. And, bro, I fucking like it. I, okay, I so, like it. So who do, you, who do you want and who do you expect to come out winner? Spencer Slade is fucking – it's between Spencer or Jamie. Okay. Who do you want and who do you – Oh, I, I want to see Jamie. Out? I want to see Jamie yeah. take it. Yeah. Then you basically yeah. got the same people I got. I definitely got I'm – I'm team country hammer on this yeah, one. Yep. Uh, I could see Spencer Slade. He's on a hot streak. I could see right, him. That's what I'm saying. But man, actually, yeah. bro, I think the underdog in this match also is Cole Carter, bro. I mean, oh, he's, yeah. on a, he's on a rookie year candidate right now with the, the matches he's been giving us. So I could True, actually bro. see him it's gonna pulling be, up yeah. an upset. I don't know if the scramble is going to be over the top rope or like oh, elimination yeah. style, whether it's pin or submission. I'm right. not sure. Fuck. Yeah, who but, knows what we're going to get, bro? But yeah, let's move on, bro. We got the, the women's title match. Katie Arquette versus Ella Shea. Ella Shea actually cost Raylan at the yeah. last show. 
Do you think Ray Lynn plays a part in this match at all? I I do. Yeah, I definitely do. I think, but I've seen Ray Lynn say that she's uh, not holding hard, like any hard feelings to LSA, though. I don't know if you've seen that on Facebook, but yeah, I've seen it in a comment. You know how, you know how uh, yeah, yeah, how she Ray might Lynn's have just been, Yeah, you know what? You're right, bro. I fucking fell for it. I already, so I you know it. love is she? Yeah, I, I fell for it. So great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dog. I, uh, and then plus Chase Gold is going to be ringside, I'm sure. Uh, I actually still see Katie coming out as a victor. No, me too, man. My predictions she fought are hard with to get, Ray Lynn hard to get her Chase title Gold back. being there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't no, she I, fought I hard to get her title back. She's going to defend. Uh, next, we got a three-on-two handicap match. What I what I look for this stipulation to kind of change a little bit because the stipulation. Well, first you got the regulators. You got Dan Murphy, uh, Dave Lawless, and Chris Larusso versus Andrew Palace, which is this, this is his hundredth match in IWC and big time bill collier uh the stipulation was if palace and collier won don murphy was gonna have to do two minutes inside the cage oh with that's bill right however now that there's no cage shout out to thomas j wolf jock sampson pulled a couple strings and got that cage removed which in a way kind of breaks my heart but at the same time I, i'm curious to see what yeah, was what's gonna happen to Sebro, yeah. uh I, i'm not counting palace out on, on, it's his hundredth match. Yeah, man. Collier. I, I could see, I could see them pulling out a victory. Whether Don still has yeah. to deal with the two minutes against Big Time afterwards is yet to be announced because now that there's not a cage. But I'm sure yeah, Big Time true. still gets his I hands on him. That. It's gonna be a wrap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got, we got our man Bulk Nasty versus Johnny Patch. Which this match honestly could be the it's big the yeah. underdog card of the match. Bro, Bulk's coming for everything right now. He so is, bro, there's yeah. no, no disrespect to Johnny Patch, but no. it's a quick bulk nasty pick for yeah, me. Yeah, no, yeah. As soon as he takes out the, you know, the ex super indie champion, like you know, he's so, out here to prove himself, bro. He's out here to so, prove himself, and he's I, he's gonna do it this Saturday. I'm not. I'm, Xander's there, bro, and uh, I still I'm still waiting for something to happen. Something something to happen with Xander. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Xander, if you haven't yet, get those flags selling in case you want to make a little extra bread because i know yeah. our boy chaco is yeah. like fiending for a flag so <laughs> i'm also down to play some bug snacks on the ps5 <laughs> seriously we got our man rc dupree oh, versus our one of our most recent guests the lebanon dawn with uh tito orich in his corner and this match was actually going to be a still cage originally which i was excited for but the stipulation is going to be a first time in iwc it's going to be a casket match dog Oh, man, it's super interesting. Yeah, I'm super excited to see how this goes down. I am not super excited for the fact that Tito's going to be there. Has a little more opening to be able to get his hands on him now, dude. Fucking doubt. I still love Tito. You're probably going to get a Bosnia chain out of me. Oh, yeah, easy, easy. But But, uh, but fuck, man. I I had some comfort that the cage was going to be in the way. Yes, sir. Until he he at least ripped the door off, which I fucking expected. He was going to full out 97 cane with it. You know? Oh, swear, dude. He might have took the whole side of the cage off. But long story short, now like who knows what the, he? Oh, fuck, bro. We can we can only wait and see. Who are you pulling for in this? Bro, you know you know we're, we're, the, we're the team RC. Sex, we're the essential section all dude. the time, bro. bro I want to see RC hold on to that. I'll never part. bet against RC, but I would also not be surprised with Tito being there at ringside. Oh, not at all, bro. And Joey Moses already got enough bread to make shit happen. Mm-hmm. And the way the referees have been a little fluey lately. Uh, oh, please. I I I can also see Don walking out with the title. No, I can I I can't see it just because I can see Tito fucking putting his ass in the fucking coffin and I can see it and I wish I couldn't see it. It's oh yeah. fuck. It's gonna be rough. Bosnia, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> before the main event, before the main event, we 
Speaking of the main event, we got the tag title match, the ladder match. We're all good here, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, we got the we got Money Shot is gonna defend in the in the ladder match against the main event. Okay, yes, sir. And then they've been teasing a new member joining Team Big League, which Dude, I don't I know. Always forget about the oh, new you better member. not you blow forget my nothing. mind every time. I don't think it's gonna be somebody you just expect. I look for it to be somebody like an Anthony Young. I look for it to be somebody like a Xander Gabriel. I look for it to be possibly a Jamie Jameson. I look for it to possibly be somebody we haven't even seen in IWC. Yeah, Regardless who it is, I know Elijah Dean and Zach Nystrom, I mean, they're, they're undefeated for a reason. Well, they technically got an asterisk defeat because they lost the count out at the last show. That's true. However, they haven't physically been pinned and they haven't physically tapped out. So they are undefeated in my eyes. And they're both smart. The way they're they got Don Peace out here acting like Stacy Keebler with the belts. You know what I'm saying? Period. Being fucking fire. So I I don't see it being somebody that won't make progression within their faction. TME though, I I could definitely see them completely capable. Yeah, they're completely capable of winning this match. Mm-hmm. However, I look for look for money shot big league do and do money best. shot do their thing. Yeah. Yes, man. Yes. And then that brings us to our main event. We got our, our guest today, Jock Sampson, the GOAT. The man of the hour. Going up against Jack Pollock, which was also going to be a steel cage match. Jock Sampson can pull a little strings because when you're the fucking the greatest of all time, the king of one night stands, you can call Thomas J. Wolf. The J stands for Jesus. Don't forget about it. You can call them, You can call him up, pull a couple strings. You know what I'm saying? He, he got the Steeler game move so we could do this podcast tonight. You got the cage removed so that way... Well, you know, the regulators could keep a little eye on things, right, make sure right. make sure everything's cool. Uh, but he hasn't announced what his stipulation is going to be. Do you got any predictions on that, dude? I'm I'm clueless, honest. I was hoping he would drop a small oh, hint, a tiny, the tiniest hint tonight. You don't need a hint, baby. Think about Jock Sampson. Think about what weapons he he's hit people with. Over oh yeah, I'm thinking of that, but I'm w- thinking it's a bull rope match. Yeah, I was th- I was once you just asked me, I was thinking that. But I haven't seen a bull rope match in a long fucking time. Well, you better so fucking I don't even know what to Saturday, expect. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm expecting a bull rope match. I would love for a lumberjack match, to be honest yeah. with you. But with COVID, I, I guarantee you they're not allowed to have. That's probably why the, the Battle Royal turned into a seven-way scramble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know I want to see Jock walk out there with the fucking Jack title. Pollock is always – you can never count him out. No, I bro. see him coming out. But the fact that everything is in Jock Sampson's corner right now. You got the regulators. He got the stipulation. He got Linda. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's got everything, <laughs> dog. So I don't think Jock Sampson is is losing his gold. Nah, me neither, uh, bro. However, I do think he's got to watch his back for a lot of people that are going to be coming for that title. Oh, hell yeah. In 2021, yeah. you got people like Big Time Bill Collier who hasn't had his title shot since we've been around. Uh, you got Bulk Nasty, who... I think Bulk Nasty is going to be the first one in line when it when when Agree, things man. are ready. I don't know. Hopefully, COVID doesn't cancel shows. I I, I can kind of see the way numbers are spiking. Mm-hmm. We got ten percent capacity. I yeah, can bro. see Plumber saying, "Ah, let's hold off on a yeah. couple shows for a while." I don't. Yeah, I don't blame. Which him. I don't blame them because right. you don't want to lose money. But hopefully, it doesn't go all the way to spring. But yeah, dude, I I could definitely see Bulk Nasty being the first first in line, ready. I do too, to man. He's hungry. Belt. And then you always got Atticus, bro. He's he's like the wild he's got card. The reset he's, button, bro. Yeah, I, I, he's yeah, taking man. over the indie scene right now with his four four zero boys. Or mm-hmm. yeah, four four zero boys. And I, I definitely would love to see them him bring them to 
Jesus Christ. All, all the all the teasing of him leaving the culmination right now on other other levels. I'd like right. to see how that all plays out. But uh yeah, I'd definitely love to see four four oh come and just fucking terrorize I IWC about that. dog. I didn't even consider that to be honest. So you got Ricky Shane. Christ, what if what if Ricky Shane Page comes in and challenges Jock Sam? No, don't do that to Jock. <laughs> I love Jock, but I'm telling you, four four oh is taken over, Fuck, Brady. Dude. So wow. Just be ready for it. That's all I'm saying. That's all the matches, though. Everybody, I'm pretty sure tickets are sold out at this point. The last time I'm I seen sure. it was five there tickets. Was five that was it, like yep. yeah, that was it, like noon. So I'm sure mm-hmm. those are sold out. Uh, be sure to check out the IWC Network. It's $9.99 a month. It's a steal. Uh, you get to stay in the comfort of your home, own home. Be safe. Get to watch Jock yeah. Sampson retain the title this weekend. Yes, sir. You get to watch our gorgeous faces. Fuck you know? yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I definitely think everybody, if if you, if you don't already got tickets, make sure you got the network. If you already got the network, you're a bad motherfucker. Hell yeah. If you don't got the network, go get it. And if you're not going to go get it, go fuck yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Period. But, uh, yeah, bro, that's enough of us. We love you guys. Everybody mm-hmm. stay safe. We got uh, plenty of guests in line for this month, December, and then leading into 20, uh, 2021, bro, it's going to be a big year for us. Whether wrestling's on hold or not, I know we yeah, have no, we got plenty plans. of guests. Yeah, we got yep. plans, bro. No, so, we got plans. We want to be around. We want to grow. We want to learn. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Thank you, Jock Sampson. Thank you, IWC, for still letting this show run at 10% capacity because mm-hmm. I definitely need wrestling yeah. and I'm going to lose my fucking no marbles. No man. It's the only, uh, only thing. Shout out Linda for fucking staying out of the podcast and letting jock have his peace tonight <laughs> uh, shout out everybody bro thank you all for yeah, listening man, we love you guys man yeah, period for sure we love you guys good peace. night and always remember that's